well, no, no, grunge. I feel like was more of more of like an offshoot of punk. Like that's because that's the thing is like once you if you listen to early like uh, Nirvana, even the the album that they got big on. Yeah. What was it? Not Nevermind. Was it Nevermind? No, that wasn't their their big one. No. The, Whatever their big one was. Hold on, yeah. let me look it up. But they have a they they. I think that was more of offshoot offshoot of that. What I was talking about was like industrial was our my generation's goth. You know what I mean? Like there was goth goth. There's like the Smith Skull, you know, <laughs> which became emo. Right. We, yeah. You know what I mean? Like there's offshoots of it. Like but yeah. that industrial was like because we were watching um, seven last night and they were playing a bunch of like it sounded like remember orgy. <laughs> yeah. You remember uh, Nine Inch Nails was a, a big one. Like yeah. that shit like that weird like not fully t- like has like samples in it i don't know what what would i guess industrial is the closest thing it's like yeah, club music in, it's like rock it, club music yeah i would yeah industrial is uh music that sounds like rock made with mostly uh computers yeah and, and like that's that's, that's industrial that's how i would define industrial music um but then here's another one i want to bring up that i think runs even underneath industrial like i would say this is the three offshoots you know what i mean if we're saying if we're saying that like yeah it is never mu- mind i was I don't know what the fuck I was thinking. If we're saying that music, like, uh, groups have, like, the three offshoots, I would say goths went either the Smiths, which became emo, Mm -hmm. and then you went to, like, the industrial kids, which they became... A little bit more aggressive, but still very, like, they're not, like, they're not aggressive aggressive. Yeah. Punk was the one that was like, we're going to run into each other. But, like, that was the... I was going to say even more so noise in the 90s was, like bonkers yeah I, there's, like there's those, some genres i can i just i just can't get on board with there's one noise band that i like what is it uh they're called zuzu xiu xiu a noise band uh what would you what uh, what are other noise are you talking about like the locust or the locust uh noise yeah band? the locusts are like the biggest noise band okay i've seen um, them yeah it's fucking crazy it's there's a, weird a lot thing. of it's really a weird, weird show yeah there's <laughs> a lot of really weird noise bands but like uh like um Zuzu is good because they're they kind of remind me of like Nine Inch Nails, but just a little more. What noisy. is it? X X I U X I U. Well, there. But uh, they sound like uh, the way I describe them is every song sounds like it's taken from a David Lynch. Do you Lynch remember film. the hit? Do they have a hit? I feel like any band like this because this is what I'm talking about. Is like yeah. They, so, hold on. Let so me. would you? This was again. This would I noise and stuff like that. Like Locust, I always kind of grouped in with. Uh, with like metal like what was metal kind of goes into grindcore kind of goes into noise like grindcore is like in like industrial i always because i i forget that generally generationally generationally jesus christ (laughs) i was gonna say generalizationally yeah and that's not a word um but i feel like we have different uh, obviously there's different i i was i was aware of it like as far as what's like when it get, it gets into those subgenres and all these other things, yeah, I was more I like a category, sure, you know what I mean. But that when it gets into all these genres and stuff like that, and what kind of each thing, it's very to me, it's very surface. Like, just because you wear black and you have long hair doesn't necessarily mean you're a goth kid. Yeah, but I feel like to everybody that doesn't know what that what it really kind of is. <laughs> Do you know what I'm saying? It's like it just you're just a depressed kid with terrible taste in music. Yeah. <laughs> Instead of being a depressed kid who has better taste in music or a depressed kid who likes just is it's so funny because Nirvana was that thing that's like 
I don't want to get fed of your fucking corporate routine anymore. I'm fucking tired of it. And it had that punk influence in it. Yeah. But it was like, but we're just going to feed you Nirvana. They're like, we fucking love it. Yeah. <laughs> that's like, that's, you're not taking over. It's just popular now. Yeah. Do you know what I mean? Like you're, you're taking over in the sense of like when, cause that was, um, that was like a that was like a, a feeling. It was a feeling. There's such a feeling behind it. Like yeah. I feel like there's a lot of music nowadays that um, kind of has like a feeling. It's it, like more popular music is becoming more. There's more substance to it. Do you, I mean no? You don't think so? I think what what do you mean by substance? Um, like actual like childish Gambino like, is a big like one of the <clears throat> people that people kind of look for I, for I new de- music. Chance the rapper fucking I think you have it at I think Grammys. you I think you have your rarities. Yeah, like childish Gambino, like Chance the rapper. I guess you're right because there's and also like, what like what's that uh, like little big town and like fucking well yeah there's like, Florida Georgia <laughs> line. Florida, and, yeah, that's the other one. And yeah, yeah, yeah. Let's also you know you have hey fuck uh, it I don't like it it's not good and, but then you have other like pop hits like Nicki Minaj who's a, a great rapper but right. she has a song called Stupid Ho where it's just you a stupid Anaconda ho. You, you a stupid Anaconda ho. was a hit right yeah but like Stupid Ho is just you a stupid ho for two and a half three and a half minutes <laughs> right so it's great um and like uh <clears throat> but i think you have you have these pockets where like it was kind of more more people were open to it and i think honestly the 90s like were kind of the same where let's look at what was popular in the 90s you had the people who cared about the message you know what nirvana etc things you would say were substantive right and then you also had like wham and George, yeah. and yeah, then yeah. George Michael solo, yeah, yeah. and then you had like everybody who was on TV in you the eighties. You have Van Halen, and then yeah. you have David Lee Roth by himself. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. Um, I mean, either either one of them is like one of them is like I want to fuck a teacher, and the other one's like, Hey, I just fucked a teacher. Boop, 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 You know what I mean? David Lee Roth is the best. Yeah, it's it's so much. It's just it's, fun. Yeah, just having it, a good time. It is absolutely the most some of the most fun. But music he would in the world. say this. I'm sure he would probably say, Yeah, there's not a lot of substance. Oh yeah, <laughs> there's substances, baby. <laughs> I don't, yeah, I don't think he'd be trying to say that Van Halen had any messages. Yeah, they had substance issues, if yeah. you know what I mean. Eh? And then you go back to the 70s and, and you know, 60s and all, all the way back, you have your ones that have a powerful message, and then you have the ones that are just like, let's just do drugs. Yeah. Or, or, yeah. Yeah. or, or like, hey, we gonna fuck or not? Nah, or yeah. Yeah, hey, baby, I wanna fuck you, so <laughs> you must wanna fuck me, right? <laughs> So but there's you some, just have those, and there's classics. Like that's the thing is like there's there's the the genres and how people remember them. Yeah, I feel like I I kind of I like to just like in movies and stuff like that revisit a lot of like move like songs, or I I kind of like not being super exposed. Like there's certain things like I didn't give Weezer like really any attention for the longest time, and then ended up like going like well, let me actually just see if I like them. And I did the same thing with Kanye. Yeah, and that's that's something we I want to talk to you about. Was that fucking the thing? All everything that's been going on with Kanye recently. Yeah. I know it's crazy. Pat well, wants to talk about Kanye. <laughs> What's going on? It's also one. I I mean, I'm just done to talk about it because I also like I love Kanye and I think he's not the best rapper, but best yeah. producer of uh, of my generation. Okay, like maybe maybe better than Dr. Dre even. Right. Rick Rubin's still producing music. You know that, right? 
Rick, like Rick, like the the same guy. Yeah, but let's is let's, still producing really, really good music. Let's look at who Rick Rubin has produced. Uh, don't here, you want to do this? No, here's the thing. Do you want to do this? I looked. At, I remember a couple months <laughs> Hold ago. Hold on, let me look I up what Kanye's couple, produced. I, oh, Kanye. No, Kanye hasn't just produced Kanye. Kanye's produced Kanye, Chance, Jay Z, Kid Cudi. Whoa, uh, like tons of like some of some of who would you would say are the best rappers of the, like the 2000s and now. Kanye has produced and and uh, let's find out who influenced him. <laughs> oh, I'm not saying Rick Rubin <laughs> isn't an influence. I'm just saying he's still producing music. That's what I'm saying. It's still yeah. happening. You can't say right. like there's a goat now. Like he's he hasn't caught up to him. Yeah, he's just more popular. That's the only thing that's that's people don't really Kanye fans. That's the one thing like I I uh, the diehard ones. And I have a friend of mine from Florida, Cam Cam Bertrand, fellow comic, great guy. Uh, he's out in LA now. Shout out to Cam. Hey, buddy. Is a diehard Kanye fan. <clears throat> and he's one of those people that like I respect every other aspect of him and his opinion. But then I'm just like, are you fucking with me? Like every time he talks about it, because like he's saying like he's a genius. Like, do you just love the bullshit that he puts out there? Like he the personality that he is is what I'm saying. No, I, I if you just truly love his art, that's one thing. Like you can say like, yeah. oh yeah, I just love I his think music. He's it's fun great. as a person all the way around, but I also think that like But he's talking about he's a genius when he's like speaks. Oh, like when he's that, the yeah. things that he says. That and I'm is, like, that's I, I I can't stand that part that of persona. part of me thinks it's a character because he's yeah. he's going more and more Jaden Smith. As Jaden Smith becomes more and more popular, he's going more and more Jaden Smith. And that's what I'm saying is I don't like that goes back to me talking about having to deal with fucking crazy people. <laughs> Do you know what I mean? Like just going like yeah. everybody like to and then to say like when he just try, I feel like the whole the Trump thing I don't, either way. Have you looked up Rick Rubin? Let's get a, let's get to the Rick Rubin thing before anything. Yeah. Else, I, want you <laughs> okay. to, I want you to just say just Let's just just go through a couple of them. Let's just okay. LL Cool J, not not a really big guy, you know. Pretty popular. Oh yeah, ladies love them. Beastie Boys. Nah, they're are they now? What now? Hold on, what album? Uh, Beastie Boys Rock Hard. Okay, nineteen eighty five. Nothing else. I don't know. I'm going through the eighties currently. Okay. Uh, Slayer. That's not a big. One. Oh, he also did License Dale. Slayer. Oh, License Dale. That's not a. That's not a. That's not that big of a. Okay, sorry. Yeah, but he, no, 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 we can just keep. He's going. got some misses too, what, though, what's man. Sl- what Slayer album? Um, Rain and Blood. Ah, uh, their biggest album. Good, <laughs> good, good, good. Go he's on. got Public Enemy. Who's that though? Uh, I mean, really, who's like? If you really think about who is Public Enemy, who is that? Okay, but let's also talk about the misses he had in the eighties. <clears throat> uh, the Pricks album, The Pricks. Hoses album, Hose. <laughs> he t- T- he cashes checks too. You're uh, telling me Kanye doesn't have duds? <laughs> uh, T. Rock and Jazzy J. Well, I'm not hearing a miss yet. Uh, Jazzy J. Again, mm-hmm, of course. Hollis Crew. Yeah, they're uh, hey, origi- like I said, their origi- money their money spends concept. too. Friend. Uh, the cult. Oh, he made the cult electric. That's not big. Uh, he did Danzig's album Danzig. Oh, with the what's the song on that one? Is that like nobody knows what that song is? I, right? I couldn't nobody tell knows you. who Danzig is. I, I know who Danzig is, but and I know actually Danzig that's not. I can't really I can't really brag about that one because he's not great. Yeah, <laughs> that's well, that's why I believe that he's song's in the great. Duds. Um, Danzig's not a dud. Danzig um, was a hit. That's a huge hit. Danzig solo's a dud. You you hate Danzig. You don't know anything about Danzig. You don't like him, right? No, I know about him and I know who he is. I think his mu- I like. Do you the like Misfits. that song? Which one? 
I really don't know. Have to play. You really don't know. What I really song don't know what song you're talking about. All right, you're about to fucking. Uh, but he uh, original concept, Masters of Reality, Wolf's Bane, and then he also did Andrew Dice Clay's album Dice. I thought this was The Misfits. I didn't no, know this was just Glenn Danzig. Danzig, produced by Rick Rubin. This was on the album Danzig. Yeah. I. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> who got that feeling from dancing? Uh, who, who elicited that that performance with all of these live instruments playing? <laughs> you hear all the other live instruments playing? Yeah. Uh, so he also he also uh, in the '90s produced another Slayer album, another Danzig album, Red Hot Chili Peppers, Blood Sugar, Sex Magic. That, now that was a dud. Another Slayer album, another mm-hmm. Andrew Dice Clay album. Oh boy. Uh, Sir Mix-a-Lot's Mac Daddy. He was just executive producer on that, though. Oh, that was it. Um, Red Hot Chili Peppers, What Hits. Another Andrew Dice Clay album. Boy, him and Dice. Uh, Dice Man are fucking... I'm going to have him produce my comedy album. Yeah. Because uh, he's still working. A Joan Jett's album. A Tom Petty album. Tom Petty? Who's that? <laughs> Is that guy... He's famous? What's, what Tom Petty album? Uh, Tom Petty, uh, Greatest Hits. <laughs> <laughs> Is that really what it yeah. was? <laughs> Did he have him replay him? <laughs> what, is, what was he doing? I have no hey, idea. Tom, play, yeah, I, I play like, uh, American just, Girl. We'll do that one. He just picked the songs. He just yeah. like went through his tape deck. He's like, this one's this great. One? This one's great. This, maybe Rick Rubin's a fucking fraud. Um, Johnny Cash's American Recordings. It was at, Well, that's obviously not his original. Johnny Cash after... Boy named Sue, right? Like that's. Then he went into his night. Then he went no, into his no. goth face. <laughs> yeah, goth Johnny Cash is the best Johnny Cash. Gothy in Cash, my yeah. yeah. Um, another Slayer album, only executively produced though. But then he also produced Tom Petty's Wildflowers. Another Andrew Dice Clay album. I'm only in 1994. How, I didn't know how that many Andrew fucking Dice, Clay, Dice yeah. Clay albums were there. I think he was doing. He was probably doing like those. Like I'm performing at Madison Square Garden. Uh, oh yeah, this one was uh, Dice perform- Live at Madison Square Garden. Literally. There we go. Yeah. <laughs> Bada boom. Uh, Red Hot Chili Peppers Live Rare Remix Box. The Plasma Shaft also. Um, You're getting too in depth. Nine Inch Nails. ACDC. Another Red Hot Chili Peppers. I mean, these are all duds. All these. Okay, but let's go through and let's also look at the duds. <laughs> no, no, just go. No, get get more current. See what he's working on currently. What he's doing today. Yeah, okay. in the late, early, <sighs> mid, whatever, 2000s. Uh, Eminem's Revival. Garbage. Yeah, that was bad, right? Uh, Giovanni Ovita. Garbage. I don't know what that is. Billy Corgan's Ogallala. Garbage. I, how do you know? Uh, I've listened to Ogallala. Did you really? Hold on, wait, wait, wait. Like a couple okay. songs off of it. Also, that was when like we found out Billy Corgan was j- just like a piece of shit too. Is it? Yeah. Is what's wrong with him again? Why? What don't you like about him? I forget. <laughs> Honestly, he just it. The Isn't water he like muddy. super Republican or something. I thought that was like either one that thing or, or super religious. One of the two. He's super. <laughs> either way. Oh. <laughs> I can, you know oh, what? No, 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 no. I want to go into more hits. Okay, hold on. I'm okay, just, so then I guess what would I'm bringing would up be? another Billy Corgan tab so I can try and refresh my memory Man, of what's Eminem terrible thing, about him. That Eminem thing really hurts uh, my okay. argument. Okay, so here's a good one. The Avett Brothers' True Sadness. That's his first good one most recently in 2016. Mm, not bad. Um, James Blake's The Color and Anything. Not good. I don't know who that is. Uh, Wait, s- how, again, how do you know? Have you seen that? Who's this? James well, Blake. I would assume it's not good if it's not uh, heard of. <laughs> 
you can't do that. These people, he's, you can't just say he's not, he's not working with good people if you don't know who they are. You don't, you haven't heard that. You don't know that's garbage. You know the Eminem one's garbage. Yeah, I, I do know the Eminem's garbage. Oh yeah, James Blake is not very good. I'm looking at him now and who he is. I remember him. <laughs> Shut up. <laughs> you fucking lie. I literally, I click, I clicked on his <laughs> Wikipedia page. You fucking idiot. Uh, let's see here. Either way, I'm just saying. We've got we got a couple. There's a lot of really great producers out there. You saying of your generation, you may be right. Yeah, I, I'm I, I'm speaking specifically yeah. of just like I I under I secede that Rick Rubin is definitely one of the most versatile producers of all time. Man, that Eminem thing really um, took a lot of wind out of my sails. However, uh, I also think that he. Uh, like I said, super duper good. But I think Kanye is the best of like of your generation, of like, you're of saying, like yeah. the two thousand late two thousands, yeah, into now. Um, let me see. Uh, Corgan in recent years increasingly espoused conspiracy theories, voiced uh, his admiration for radio host Alec Jones, and oh. frequently a tribute on the on his show where he endorsed conspiracy theory. That's it. He was There's a pizza gator. That's oh, that right, was when right, right. We, okay, that was okay. when I lost. Right. I I lost him. Also, uh, he's an anti-vaxer. Um, uh, he decried the emasculation of men and cont- the emasculation of men in contemporary society. Uh, what is it, wait, hold on. That's a simple. What does that mean? That that mean well. <laughs> what what he means is demasculation of men. So men are becoming less man manly, and he's saying like that's a terrible, terrible thing. Um, it's not a not a good thing. And also uh, that Obama made swine flu happen. Hmm. I I had never heard of that. Period. Yeah. I didn't know that that was a thing at all. So that's interesting. Yeah. I so he's just weird. Like I didn't. I don't think I liked him anyway. I didn't. Yeah. I'm not a Smashing Pumpkins fan anyway. But that doesn't help his case with me. Um. That's just weird. So uh, he also did uh uh produce along with Kanye the life of Pablo. Mm-hmm. Kanye West's album. Right, he brought him in. Um, Pablo asked for his help. Yeah. Wait, not Pablo. Um, let's see here. Kanye. What are, what are some other good ones? Oh, Ed Sheeran's X all the way back in 2004. I see. I, again, I don't know if that's good or not. Is that good? I know Ed uh, Sheeran's popular. Right? Popular. Yeah. Um, see, that's what I'm saying. But was, he, was the also, albums that he's done. The He's done the Avid Brothers album. Uh, Magpie and the Dandelion is very good. Um, well, he did a Linkin Park album. He did Wu Tang Clan's A Better Tomorrow. Kanye West, The Life of Pablo. I like. I, it's not my favorite Kanye album, but I like it. Mm-hmm. Um, let's see here. But he Other, had like a million producers on that, didn't he? Oh yeah, Wasn't that like a ton. Yeah. So okay, so um, let's okay, so we'll break it down to who's the better oh, producer. Well, Adele's twenty one. So this is the thing, though. Then you've got ones that he wins on, like Adele or um, that he could probably coast on for a couple, oh, like a decade. <laughs> yeah, or yeah. Two. Oh, like for that, sure, for sure, absolutely. Yeah, he's like Adele's twenty one. Definitely gets him to like I'd say twenty twenty. You know how many ringtones they sold with that? <laughs> I mean, gee. Um, but he like, uh, let's see here. Yeah, honestly, in the 2010s, he didn't have very good ones. Gogol Bordello's Transcontinental Hustle. All right, so that's a good one. So let's. But he also did Kid Rock's Born Free. It's so weird the work he does. Yeah, because like the, I said, I think his his mentality is like if the check clears, I don't give a fuck. I'm yeah, gonna give it my Rick Rubin. But it's literally like I'm just gonna read you what he made in 2010. All right, Johnny Cash's American Six Amer- Ain't No Grave. American. 
American Six, American Six, uh, Eight No Grave, Gogo Bordello's Transcontinental Hustle, then Linkin Park's A Thousand Sons, which was a terrible album. Yeah. Josh Groban's Illuminations album. Is that big? Why, but like, why is he producing a gospel album? Why is he producing Josh Groban's Check gospel clears, album? Check clears, brother. <laughs> uh, Kid Rock's Born Free. Woo. <laughs> Those are the five albums he made in 2010. Hey, America. That's wild. That's all I got to say to you, brother. Four <laughs> syllables. America. Boosh. Uh, he made. Uh, he produced Rage Against the Machines Renegades. A funk? <laughs> Uh, I, I've turned System of a Down's Toxicity. That's not a big one. Again, like I said, he's not, you're right. He's not that he, big. He does a lot of ultimate hits. He, in 2002, he produced Aerosmith's Oh, yeah. Ultimate That's what Aerosmith I call music. <laughs> That's what I call it's music. It's literally the letter O, comma, yeah. Uh, <laughs> Aerosmith's uh, greatest hits. Uh, uh, System of a Down's, uh, System of a Down's Steal This album. That's a great uh, album. Audio so Slaves, really Audio like Slave, another great album. I fucking really like that album. Uh, the Mars Volta's D Lost in the Comatorium. Again, then that's not a big one. <laughs> that's definitely a smaller. Uh, you, but you don't Jay- like Mars Volta, Jay-Z's right? Jay Z's the Black album. Here's the thing. Here's one thing I wanted to discuss when we decided we were going to talk about music in today's episode because I wanted to ask you if you feel this way. Okay. There are bands that when I listen to, I completely recognize that I should love. Yeah. But because I didn't like them at the right age, I'm not quite into. I it's hard for me to get into them now. Yeah. Two bands that are that way really like in a big way for me are the Mars Volta and My Chemical Romance. I think mine is Tool. I get yeah. I get mixed up for a Tool head, and uh, I think I don't know I, who's another one that people kind of mistake me for sometimes. Like I feel like uh, is that's one, and like when it gets to. Uh, I don't think Metallica or anything like that. I, I yeah. guess it's it's usually just I, I get I get a big time tool like you. Well, you don't like tool like yeah. what the fuck or like Nine Inch Nails. I guess that yeah. kind of stuff is any time like I would get mixed up with those same people like right. kind of thing. But yeah, those. But those, when I and then when I listen to it, I'm like, I yeah, I pretty much like bands that kind of sound like this. I just it doesn't hit me. It doesn't. Yeah. It didn't hit me. Yeah, I it, I don't know if it's the right age thing, like you were saying, but it just it's one that I'd never it's never got me. So and I, Mars Volta is kind of that too. I, I completely feel, like. feel that way though about Mars Vol- the Mars Volta and My Chemical Romance. I never think, like, oh, I'm gonna listen to it. And anytime I do yeah. listen to it, I'm like, this is fine. I'm, I'm a, no, I hate it. Oh, I'm yeah. like I'm like this. Get to the fucking point. Oh, see, every single song, like we get it. You have a fucking <laughs> you're you're setting the mood. We get yeah. it, but like let's get to the mood. <laughs> I can totally like, like I said, when I listen to the Mars Volta, I can hear like, oh, if I would have heard this at like thirteen, no, would I would have loved it. It so reminds much. me too much of jazz, and, and I'm not a, I'm and, not the biggest fan of jazz. Well, I, I was a Coheed fan since I was like eleven years old, so I think that's why I would have been into, uh, the Mars Volta, and I feel kind of the same about um My Chemical Romance. I listen to it, I'm like, oh, this is right in fifteen year old me's wheelhouse. It was yeah. just too popular for me at that age because I was so <clears throat> anti-mainstream. I think the thing was uh, like maybe maybe the Weezer thing was one of those things that I I ended up like. It still blows my mind that they wanted to be Nirvana. Yeah, that's like, really strange to me. That's so crazy. And like and like Rivers talked about like being kind of pissed off that people weren't taking them seriously. And it's like you what <laughs> you yeah. have like sh- sure you have the sweater song. Right. <laughs> Um, or um, say it ain't so, but then yeah. you also have like surf wax America, yeah, like uh, yeah, yeah. <laughs> like what the fuck did you think was gonna happen? 
Yeah. Like, wh- like, how do you think that that's going to be? We're we're just as we have such as we have or like the same thing as like what like Pearl Jam or something like that, like going like jumping off stages and like yeah. all crazy stupid hair and yeah. ill fitting clothes. You're all like wearing things that fit you nicely. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> and you're just kind of well, politely having you're having a uh, a happy days themed video. Like, <laughs> come on. Yeah, I think it was. Well, I think it was one of my favorite oh, do you think thing, that was the record company well one of my <laughs> one of my favorites well the so according to rivers the record company was like listen you just have to kind of embrace what people like about you they're like like yeah. their producers were like you're not going to be nirvana people aren't listening like people aren't listening to weezer to hear say it ain't so right people are listening to weezer to hear surf wax america oh, and really? i think you can well i think you can I definitely think that at all. i think you can definitely track that over time though yeah. you know what i mean because they went more that route with like your beverly hills and your uh franks and beans and yeah. the, you know the they're like big hit songs were always the more goofy ones and like you had songs like say it ain't so which I didn't know was Weezer until I started listening to Weezer actively. Yeah. Like I knew like Beverly Hills and stuff like that because it came out when I was in like sixth grade. But then I would also, because my stepdad always listened to like the alternative rock radio station. Yeah. I would also hear like Say It Ain't So and be like, oh, this is good. This is a good song. This was one of those ones that was not so silly. Yeah. But still kind of silly. I don't know. I don't think so. You don't find this silly? I don't think so. I think it's a fucking rocking song. Sounds tough. Got good uh, good distortion. See, I think that's what makes it kind of sound silly to me is that it sounds it, it sounds like a like a 50s movie. Really? Like the oh, like no, 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 no. or like, like a, a monster movie. Yeah, or something like that. You know what I mean? It it reminds me of But no, this is definitely good. Like Yeah, I think so. But I like I liked Weezer a lot growing up. But not even now. But, but they, I think they, at this point they could have turned into Nirvana if they wanted yeah. to. They could have gone a little bit because at this point with this song, I mean what what was, was that what on else was on this? No, this was the green album. Oh, okay. And this was also uh didn't they have the uh, that acoustic, the Islands in the Sun on this one? They could have retired off of this one and just started a Nirvana cover band. Yeah. <laughs> or just started with a new direction or something like that. But they kind of went into a, like more of a poppy... I feel like after this album in particular, they kind of went to like a more poppy... like. Because like I said, the the because yeah. uh, that had some... Well, I, I think it's after it? Pinkerton. After no. Pinkerton, I think, is when they went kind of poppy. No, because uh, hold on, let me see. They have Pinkerton was still pretty. Angsty. They have Weezer, the self-titled one. Hold on, this is not in chronology. No, this is all over the place. Showing albums for Weezer is not is not showing me them in order by any means. There we go. Rick Rubin produced Slipknot's Volume Three. <laughs> Which one's that? I think that's the good one. I think that's a good Slipknot album. Wait, what do you what do you mean? Hold on, now I'm gonna look up Slipknot. Fuck Weezer. I gotta figure out what this one is. Because that's the thing is like uh, is is Slipknot is one that I was into, then I got out of. Oh yeah, this one had before I forget and Duality. Yeah, those are this yeah. was definitely before the I best forget album. is probably my favorite album of theirs or song of theirs. Yeah, but I like the first one really. I like that one a lot. Okay, so but then same year he also produced Neil Diamond's Twelve Songs. What's wrong with that? <laughs> it's just a weird combination. Because then he the check then, clears, dude. He's a producer, he bro. That same year he also produced Limp Biscuits' greatest hits. <laughs> Which, <laughs> while you're doing whatever you're doing, Pacific Daydream is the Weezer's I've, latest album. <clears throat> Jesus, I've kind of come around on Limp Biscuit. Oh boy, here we go. I don't love them. Here but, we but go. They're fun. All right, so you're saying Pinkerton? Yeah, Pinkerton. Right after Pinkerton was the Green album. Yeah, 
I don't think that. I think after the Green album is the one that they. You think so? Yeah. I I don't know. I think the Green album you start seeing kind of the transition. I don't know because then this one comes out. This one has. This is actually Maladroit. Is the next one, and it has some really fucking good songs. Yeah. This is them becoming Nirvana if they wanted to. I this see. Is a big, this see, is a it's, big sound. It's, it's, inter- it's interesting that you see it that way because I see it as them setting up the podium for All American Rejects and those sort of bands. You think so? This song especially. Really? This could have been an All American Rejects song in my no opinion. Way. No way. American Gigolo. So. I know. It's a good song. I, I'm not saying it's not. It's a good song. But I'm All, saying this is more. I, I would say maybe not Nirvana. Maybe more Foo Fighters. Maybe. This is how that. That's their connection. Yeah. This is as close as they'll get. But yeah. this is a good fucking song. See. What about this one? I, I'm not saying it's not good, but another one. This could have been uh, an All American Rejects song. I can like, see that. I, they're really, in my opinion, setting up the ball game for, you know, they're button to get on base for All American Rejects to hit a home run. I like this song. <laughs> um, oh, Dixie Chicks is the only two people Rick Rubin has won awards for. Producing a Dixie Chicks album and producing an Adele album. That was what I was trying to remember earlier. Wow. Isn't that kind of mind-blowing, though, with the p- looking at the people he's worked with? Yeah, that's crazy. Like, he hasn't won a best hip-hop right. album. He hasn't won a hip-hop album of the year. So he's won more awards, right? Yeah. Kanye, or no, Kanye's won more awards. I think so. Right? He's probably one of... Well, for producing, though. Are we talking about for producing, not as an artist? Because apparently it's hard... I guess it's going to be hard to fucking... What else is on this album? <laughs> oh, yeah. This is not a great song. See, I like that one. You, you like that be... What about Take Control? This is a pretty serious song. Yeah. This is a very fucking rocking album. This is yeah. weird. <laughs> oh. <laughs> see, that's why I felt like it was kind of them going more mainstream. Oh, but see, but... The next album after this one. There you go. Yeah. They just gave up. They're like, here's your here's so, your single. So this is <clears throat> this is another unpopular opinion that I have. I think song. Beverly Hill this is a good This song. is a very well rounded song. You know what's really cool too, what I like about this song? Is it felt like it's their recognition to them selling out just like two songs before. Yeah. Like well, one song. Yeah. <laughs> it was like the song. Yeah. The, the first song is Beverly, Beverly Hills. The second one is this. Yeah. So that's what it feels like. It feels like it's them already apologizing for selling out with Beverly Hills. It's a fucking good song. But, well, yeah. <laughs> I also used to, lo- I used to love the music video for this song. I, I have this. Yeah. Alicia Cuthbert. Alicia yeah. Cuthbert. Yeah. yeah. But, um, um, but no, there's a, um, I, I feel like this is one of those things where, Listening to Weezer and realizing how much I really, really like Weezer yeah. was like one of those times where I realized like stereotypes, not like good or bad, whether you think they're good or bad, can be 100% true. Like 100% yeah. true. I fucking love guitar. Yeah. Guitar <laughs> solos as, that, that, as a white man. That John Mayer, Dave Chappelle sketch it is, is so true. 100% <laughs> accurate. And then if I, I've done it so many times where like, I would just kind of like just fuck around on a table or just fuck just make a like beatbox or something like that and like kind of Lamero kind of jump in or something <laughs> like that or like fr- or even in school or something like that of any time you do that it was black kids were always on board for a nice solid beat. Yeah. Do you know what I mean? Drums, guitar, maybe it's 100% true but <laughs> or, and I'm just real maybe it's like you get to a certain age and it just comes out. Yeah. Like it's always there. It's just lays dormant for a while but like I fucking I air guitar like you wouldn't believe. Oh yeah, I'll groove 
to a, a I'm fucking, real good guitar. I'm loving it. Um, That's a great. I just I, I literally just added that to my playlist. Yeah. Because of that guitar solo. <laughs> <laughs> what are you looking up? How many? Um, oh, how many? Uh, 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 awards. So he's he won. Uh, let's see. What? I'm trying to. Who? I'm trying to make sense of this. Are you talking about Kanye? Yeah. I'm just talking about Kanye. <laughs> huh? Get it? Like Shaft. Shut your mouth. So he's won uh, three best album uh, production awards. He won for um, Beautiful Dark Twisted Fantasy. Is that um, the, an album? Yeah. Okay. Uh, two different production albums for that, I guess. And then he also won for Watch the Throne. With for Jay-Z. songs or for producing the album? Producing. The album. Okay. Wow. All right. But so they're even on awards. Oh, yeah, no, three. You said three for Kanye. I think so. Okay. For it was really really hard to read. If that life thing if about. life of Pablo was one of them, then Rick Rubin also produced on that, so they're yeah. tied. It's not awards. life of Pablo. So what else can we pick to pick who's the best one? Who does Rick Rubin support politically? <laughs> That's the last thing we can come down to. <laughs> That's who's all a, we need. Who's a better producer, Rick Rubin, Kanye West? They're pretty evenly as far as um, I'd say maybe. Because, again, who, what albums were they like? Were they uh, like that? I, I personally, I'm not a huge fan of Chance the Rapper. I don't think there's anything wrong with them necessarily. I don't. I just, I'm not into the. I've given it a shot. Not a big fan. Yeah, it's too um, gospely for a lot of people, which I totally get. And it's not. I'm not. I don't think. I don't think he's bad. Like I said, I, I appreciate good music. That's pop. When I like when music with substance is popular. That's how yeah. it kind of started on this was. Was like something like Chance the Rapper or something like uh, like I know Lamar. I know that there's an actual message people are taking away from it more than just you know uh, the groovy sub- sounds yeah like thing like like when when <laughs> I was gonna let it go <laughs> but you shook your head um, but like like when like uh, futures really pop- you know like futures like there's nothing there's no, <laughs> there's no literally like- I saw an interview with Future where he was talking about one of his songs uh-huh. and he was like. Yeah, the way I got the sound on this one is I just was so high that I couldn't open my mouth. Yeah. And that's how it came out. And you're just like, oh. <clears throat> He's like, right. I went into the studio and I was so high on heroin I couldn't open my mouth. <laughs> <laughs> Next song. Yeah, that's yeah. A com- that's a commentary. Yeah. Uh, but yeah, I, I think that there's, I think like it, it's, I, even though I don't necessarily like music, like again, I don't necessarily like ACDC or um you know, maybe other hits that might be produced by other people, but I think it just really comes down to we got to figure out who uh, who's he vote for. <laughs> is he a Bernie guy? So do you do you think that uh, is it is it, is it news? Like, do we know who Rick Rubin is voting for? Are you I'll is that what you're looking up? I'm, I'll do that. Right what were you now. looking up? Uh, I was looking up albums Kanye has produced. <laughs> Jesus Christ! Still, <laughs> you're not gonna win. You're not gonna win that one. You know that. You're not gonna win better out more awesome albums produced you're not gonna i don't know he produced ludicrous's chicken and beer who kanye oh that's a good one hold on i'm gonna go back to his list no that is a good one i know i'm saying it's it's a pretty crazy list um you hold on (laughs) you said you're going back to his list i'm trying to find rick no i'm trying to find rick rubin's political alignment oh okay he's a classical liberal 
He has opposed elements of the progressive government he identifies as the regressive left. In an interview in March 2018, Rubin said he would vote for Donald Trump in the 2020 U.S. presidential election if a progressive like Bernie Sanders, Elizabeth Warren, or Gavin Newsom is running against him. Wow. Wait, what? Yeah. That doesn't make sense. Rubin also characterized Trump as a political moderate, saying he's a Democrat in a lot of ways, and spoke favorably of Trump's cuts to uh, in government regulation. So they're exactly the same. Yep. Oh, wait, hold on. <laughs> Whoops. <laughs> what happened? <laughs> that was for Dave Rubin. I don't know why Wikipedia would do that to me. Wow. Do we need to take a break? Are you okay? No, I'm fine. <laughs> Come on, let's I just go. No, I just need to take a break. Okay. Come on, let's go. 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 Yeah, baby. <laughs> We're back, baby. Ooh, Dave, Dave Rubin yeah. classic. It's just, just every white man in America just lost his white t-shirt. Hear that guitar, brothers? Yeah, dude. Fucking so, swing <laughs> around your head, brother. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Get <laughs> that guitar. Uh, Mighty Morphin Power Rangers. That's what this song makes yeah. me think of. Aye, aye, aye. Aye, aye, aye. Is that, is that actually problematic? Said, was, was Alpha's head a sombrero? Was he, was oh. he Mexican? Was that like so subtle? It was like super subtle racism? Yeah. Oh, that's amazing. I remember George Clinton was in the video? Because they're a funk band. Funk punk. Yeah. Funk punk. Red Hot ch- Chili Peppers. Song? Produced by the delicious Dave Rubin. <laughs> Rick Rubin. Sorry, guys. So have you figured out uh, Kanye's? Have you done your, your research? Oh, yeah. He's got he's got a lot of good albums. Let me, let me bring that tab back up. <sighs> Grasping at straws here, Chris. You can't justify... So do we ever? Oh no, we were looking up Rick Rubin's political uh, leanings. Oh yeah, couldn't yeah. find anything. Perfect, He's, great yeah. that we don't know. Yeah, which maybe is the best, right? Probably it's beautiful. I can yeah. still respect his work. Apparently, that's the problem people are having with Kanye right now, Chris. Well, I'm kind of from the camp where I, part of me thinks it's kind of. You think he's trolling? I think it was promotional. You think so? Because he just released a song called like Kanye v the People or something. Right. I I feel like I feel like he's. The reason, like, there, there's not just, it's not just a, a coincidence that you notice, like, there's a lot more wrestling in the mainstream, a lot more wrestling fans. Like, obviously, my I'm friend waiting, circle. I'm waiting for Kanye to get a deal with you know what I'm WWE. Saying? Yeah, that's yeah. what I mean. Like, something's going to happen here where everybody's kind of, like, Ronda Rousey kind of sees it. Brock Lesnar's going back and forth between real life and wrestling. And yes. <laughs> real life. And <laughs> well, he's, like, getting really punched in the face. Yeah. And then he's fake punching in the face. You know what I mean? Like, right. I don't. <clears throat> I I know that my respect doesn't necessarily matter to anybody really yeah. to a lot of people probably, but like that's kind of weird to to have that to have to be able to do that like again yeah. maybe like a Rick Rubin right any any as long as the the check clears I don't give a shit I'll yeah. fake punch somebody or I'll really punch somebody yeah maybe it's somebody that should earn uh, more respect it's the attitude I don't like. Brock Lesnar's attitude, I don't necessarily like Kanye's attitude. Yeah. There's a way to be a heel, like uh, somebody like a Brad Marchand. Brad Marchand from the uh, Boston Bruins, piece of shit, rat face, fuck, <laughs> that I hate. He gets over, but he's a great player. Yeah. And he's also really good at agitating people. Yeah. Agitating. Now, that is, I like, people are like, it's amazing how good he is. <laughs> it's like literally, like one of the things he, he licked a guy's neck. 
earlier in the playoffs. Or I think maybe earlier in the hilarious. year. That's hilarious. He was uh he kind of like nuzzled up on his like that. Yeah. And like and ended up like I guess the guy like said like hey he fucking licked my neck. They're probably the NHL officially had to ask him to stop licking people's necks. That's hilarious. See, I but he's lo- an excellent player. He's See, a top line player. Love, that you would make saying? me a fan of his though. I feel like, like some people use it to compensate. Like people are using this trick. Maybe yeah. this maybe this album may not be the best. And maybe he's doubting yeah, it. So he's maybe. like, I gotta pump it up a little yeah. with, some, with some juice. But like uh like that just reminds me of like controversy. Uh, Lance Stevenson is a basketball player that I really love to watch a lot because he also likes to like mess with people. Like um one of the most famous, one of the more famous shots of him is him blowing on LeBron James. Yeah, 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 yeah. That guy. Yeah, he loves to just troll people out on the court and have fun. Sean Avery and was a person that, like that. I love that so much. Yeah. yeah. Uh, hold on, I'm gonna put up. Oh, he has a wife too. But there's a, <laughs> he's he's married. Every time I Google this, I, Ooh, I, I he's pur- married. I purpose. That means he has value, ladies, huh? What do you think? That's how that's how women value people, right? Yeah. Is if they're married, whether they're married or not. Okay, so uh, variable report. Uh, the NHL called the Bruins to ask Brad, Brad Marchand to stop licking people. That's amazing. So uh, let me just see if he's I can been find doing them. it that much. No, uh, I as far as I know, it's this is like all right, one striking you're out. Like it's like oh, yeah. it's anything in the rule book. Like all right, now there's something in the rule book. Yeah, now licking is illegal. Uh, okay, so hold on, here's the gif. Let me find. I want to see him lick somebody and then get put in the penalty <laughs> box. There he is. That's hilarious. How do you hate Watch. that guy? Look at this. He's like really going to town. Too. He's like he's really good at at a uh, at being the villain. You know what I mean? Like yeah. he had, he was coming off a six game suspension for some probably I, I don't even remember actually what it was, but it was right around the uh, the playoffs and then one of the not playoffs sorry uh, uh, all star game and he ended up uh, having to replace a, a Boston player that was injured couldn't make it to the play uh, to the all star yeah so he was like kind of runner up and they're like. And every time he was out there, like they, they, uh, just every time he touched the puck, he was playing for the home team's team in the little mini tournament that they had going yeah. on. And every time he touched the puck, they boot. <laughs> like he, he's every time he did a, a, a uh, like for any of the skills competition, anything that he, anytime he was out there, and he was a very good sport. But hold on, let me just show you one more. But I feel like he has that troll mentality yeah but also can back it up with really 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 great plays right you know what i mean yeah i don't know is there is there an element of that because we know trump can he does he back it up you know what i mean does he does you think he merits this behavior does does he do enough good he got north korea and south korea south korea together look at this exterminate the rat everybody calls him the rat the sign is is saying that they want him to die. Yeah, and he's taking he's posing. And he's with taking it. a picture with it. Yeah, that's that's the level of he's. I hate the guy, but if he played for my team, I'd love him. Man, you, know, you understand? Yeah. There's a there's a way to do it, and I feel like this guy's figured it out. Yeah, just saying that it's you like vote the, for somebody because you know it's going to piss people off. I feel like, like when he it's like when Stone Cold was a heel. In, yeah, in WWE, like loved it and lived in it, and like right. bathed in the fact that and people he was a cheered heel. the people that they're supposed to hate. Yeah, you know what I mean. Like that's what I'm saying is, is there's a lot of people that are defending a stance from Kanye. Do you want to like? I I guess the uh, the official the official tweet that I saw or the thing that I saw I think was on Twitter or something like that. Yeah. Um. Hold on, it's right here. I got it right. The reason I I picked it originally was because <laughs> the president tweeted back. 
Uh, thank you, Kanye, comma, very cool. Uh, Kanye West said, uh, you don't have to agree with Trump, but the mob can't make me not love him. We are both dragon energy. He is my brother. I love everyone. I don't agree with everything anyone does. That's what makes us individuals. And we all, and I actually cut off, so I don't have the rest of it. Um, essentially him just saying, I love Trump. <laughs> I love Lamp. Yeah. I love Trump. <laughs> Like, I love guitar. Kanye (laughs) loves Trump. And people lost their fucking mind. Yeah. So you, being somebody who is just defending Kanye, saying that he had more uh, awards than Rick Rubin and Dave Rubin, apparently. Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) Um, What And somebody who is adamantly anti-Trump and somebody who very much so doesn't like to support people who... Also, uh, something Kanye has in common with Dave Rubin is they did both used to be Democrats. Is that true? Yeah. Dave Rubin, who used to be a host on the Young Turks, no longer is a Democrat. Um, Why do I? I I feel like I know. I know we've been saying the name over and over again. Yeah. But it sounds familiar. I don't. Did I? Would I have known? Would I have seen anything about that? Well, I'm sure you would have watched the Young. I'm sure you've watched the Young Turks. I have no idea. You've never seen the Young Mm -hmm. Turks? Any of their videos? No. Um, then maybe it was just I've heard of you, that though. Maybe it was just something you saw in the news because he was somebody who went from like one of the main people at the Young Turks and is now like some parties consider an old writer. Though. Some people, you know, right? Um, so okay, so it, so also I I wouldn't say that I don't I'm against supporting people who support Trump. I I'm up for people having whatever opinion they want to have about something, but it's right. not like like. I didn't. You're able to separate the art. I from didn't the throw away my New Balance shoes because New Balance came out and said, "Yeah, uh, him lifting a lot of these sanctions and taxes are good for business." So, like, hopefully, right. it'll be good for us. Him being president. Do you have New Balance shoes? Yeah, that's I what I, I wear to the gym. But oh, like and the haircut too. Yeah. Oh, so but those are the <laughs> shoes that you punish the most. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so so uh, there is some underlying theme here. Um. Or but or like um. Like I didn't, I didn't stop watching. I don't think Gary Oldman's a terrible actor because he said anti-Semitic things. Yeah, I think he's just a bad person who's a good actor. Right. You know what I mean? Yeah, yeah. Same. Bill Cosby. Still, Bill Cosby's still pass a, judgment on Bill the person. Cosby's a terrible person who was a great comedian. Right. Stuff like that. Okay. Um. So I think I can simultaneously be a Kanye West fan, and also be like, well, if he supports Trump, he supports Trump. Yeah. I can still like Kanye West. It's just like I didn't stop listening to Run the Jewels or Killer Mike because he came out and was like, I support the NRA. But wasn't his thing because there was there was guns in Wakanda? Like, wasn't that his no. argument or something? No, his ar- his argument was that black people needed to defend themselves from the police. <laughs> oh. So wait, what is that about? <laughs> Why would like, people be against that? Uh, well, pe- well, because he... Because, I think that's a really smart because, move by him. I didn't know that that was the, well, that was his stance. Because it's the NRA, that's he really can't. Smart. He can't. He couldn't come flat out and say that. Yeah, yeah. Because he was being interviewed by the NRA. Uh huh. But it's heavily implied that he's like, listen, we need to protect some, ourselves from yeah, he's all like, threats. He's, yeah, exactly. Including he said, you guys. Well, that's what he was saying. He's like, he's like, uh, Republicans are out here saying that, um, you know, crime, uh, gun crime happens in most in black neighborhoods, right. and all that stuff. So he's like, we need black men or black people right. to be legally owning firearms to protect themselves I guess that's, that's from what it comes any down possible to. threat. I think that's what it comes down to is people 
just heard the good guy with a gun argument. That's what right. I heard and was like, okay, that was... But realistically, I mean, if you are a fan of Killer Mike, it sounded to me way more like I we need to defend ourselves from the police. <laughs> right. I, I'm more of a person that, like, I, I know that my personal beliefs don't necessarily, uh, like, don't work for everybody. You know what yeah, I mean? And yeah, totally. what works for me works for everybody else. So yeah. I mean, I, I'm kind of the same way. Like, I, I don't, I don't like, I don't necessarily like Kanye or Donald Trump either, either one. Yeah. But like, it, it's not like a, it's not like, again, either one of them. I used to be one of the people that was like, oh, fucking Kanye. I was just like, I, I kind of got it. Yeah. And then I'm, I'm just kind of moving on. What I get frustrated with is like people saying genius and I don't know a, a ton of geniuses that said that they were geniuses and yeah. stuff like that. You know what I mean? Like his his persona and is I, exactly what I don't I, like. I can definitely say- His art is fine. I can definitely say musical genius I'll give. Right. But I would never say, like like I said off mic, I think Kanye just saw what was making, uh, <laughs> what was making um, Jaden Smith popular mm-hmm. and was like, Oh, I'll just do that, but better because I'm a better writer. Dress like and, an idiot, and but I think talk like I. An idiot. But I think <laughs> it is a situation where it is intelligence on a level where he's like, if my like my public persona, this is what people are into now. Yeah, like the young people who are the influencers <laughs> and who are the people, like young people are the only people who buy albums still. Young people are the ones who want the greatest, newest, easy shoes and all that stuff. So in order for him to stay viral. He was he in my opinion I think he was probably like I got to get on this Jaden Smith grind. Right. And started dressing weirdly and selling white t-shirts for $300 yeah, yeah. and getting bad tattoos and and then saying crazy crazy things like we're made out of dragon energy. Yeah. Like, we each what have does, dragon energy. What does that mean? Right. Yeah, you know what I mean? Like they they're saying it like it's something that's established. Right. And that's what I'm saying is is there so many people that do like Kanye and I've investigated it and I've probed it and I've tried to see if there's what if there's anything that I'm missing that that everybody else gets that I don't and I don't think it is I think it's just literally a ta- a, a, a change I, I don't I even know what it is necessarily it's a it's a difference in opinion for sure but it's also the it's also people that like there's so many people out there that I don't relate to as far as like we've talked about it a million times, but the it's so bad. It's good people like I, I don't think it's like, oh, this is just so inner. He's such a he's so out of the like, I don't like the fact that you don't know what the fuck he's talking about. Yeah. A lot of times. You know what I'm saying? And yeah. and people go like, oh, he's he's brilliant. He's a genius. Well, and yeah, it's like, for, for I, some, like for I don't some, think that's funny. And I don't think that's because I, I think well, you're either feeding into a possible real mental illness of his you know what I mean? Like a real pot. And he's not around helpful, good people. Here, My thing he's is... He's around people that are going like, oh, we should put this on the show that well, we have. You know what I mean? Well, no, I mean, he 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 refuses to be on the Kardashians. It's gonna, um, it, it's Something's going to happen where they're going to be like, hey, it's going to be like a Waco situation where they're going to be like, we'll let you say what you want if you're just on the show. Yeah. And they're like, yeah, we can edit them out afterwards. <laughs> you know what I mean? Um, But what I think is going... What I think is maybe causing an issue is uh avant-garde has become mainstream Mm -hmm. like kanye west jaden smith you know that sort of like kind of crazy philosopher sort of thing ends up becoming respectful i mean even with the crazy like the surge in some uh artists like uh, hobo johnson is someone now that tons of people are talking about yeah flat earthers right all of these it's weird like weird but like also like for art 
it's avant-garde it's weird it's not the typical it's spoken word over a discordant track or something like that and the and the same goes with like a lot of like uh oh man what was i i so totally lost my train of thought you're talking about Um, avant-garde there he's going the same way well everything even like your artists right like art 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 is getting more avant-garde right. now and like what you're seeing in art galleries and stuff are like these weird like trust one me, of I my know. one of my friends who i went to high school with is an uh is an artist mm. went, went to school for art is like uh like a really talented like glass blowing artist but then also like was just part of an installation in new york where she was just she just lived in a crazy apartment for the day with all the windows open yeah and like the bed was really crazy and there's junk everywhere and there's all these hanging art pieces and they're just like talking and recording people walking by and stuff like that. And like that was an art installation. Yeah, And you're like, it's like the, it's the same thing. It's I feel like the breaking point was the part where like that, that kind of like performance art and stuff yeah. like that, that. Like there's there's modern I I know I've said that when we, when we were talking about our trip oh, to DC. Oh, I was going to say but, even like comedy. Sorry, yeah. that's no, no. What, that's what I was getting to. Like Eric Andre, his, the Eric Andre show became incredibly popular. Tim and Eric, same way, both highly avant garde as far as comedy is right, concerned. Right, right. Yeah, like it's almost the like we're gonna have inexperienced people, not people acting like they're fucking up, but just real people fucking up. Yeah, and then we're just gonna edit it funny. Yeah, do you know what I mean? Like that. That's the thing is like is a lot of post funny. That's yeah. what I think basically what we're talking about is post funny. <laughs> it's not necessarily like, you know, maybe seeing Eric. And that's the thing is like, I, <clears throat> I, I really liked Tim and Eric for a long time and I still really like them a lot. Yeah. But also after a while you kind of, it's, it's not necessarily one dimensional, but it's also like, there's only so much you can do. It's not, there's it's not, so much depth to it. Yeah. There's, yeah, there's only so much you can actually get to where it's like, and that's what I'm saying is, yeah, at a certain wonder, point, the only joke is mouth noises. Yeah. And, and that's what I mean. It's like, if you don't have, and <laughs> yeah, oh, I'm a, a chippy, chippy. And, well, yeah, all right, we get it. Yeah. And you edit that. That's what I'm saying is it's post, it's post humor. Yeah. Right. But there's like a, <laughs> there's, there's an element to and it's like post and I yeah that's this is yeah. post post humor yeah post funny um, is is this is essentially where now it's getting into a situation where there's only so much you can do without and excuse for lack of a better term like natural talent for playing instruments for doing other things because yeah. you can explore so much more if you have other thing other elements that you can add to it but if it's all just digital there's only so much you can do within this realm you would think it's endless but to where it's going to fulfill you artistically do you know what i mean like and what if it's just like okay well i'm going to try the the art of this one's going to be i'm going to put out like you know what i'm saying like uh andrew dice clay who had a million albums put out by rick rubin apparently yeah <laughs> um just all, 19- all best of yeah <laughs> um were essentially he he had a whole album where he put out uh, the uh, I think it was a double album. Uh, I think it was called "The Day That Laughter Died." I don't know if that was produced by Rick Rubin, but it's him bombing in in like the height of his fame. Yeah, and him just bombing in some club like on a Tuesday night, or I can't even remember the fucking whole story of it. But I've heard about it a ton, and it's like I I get that. Like I get uh, concept albums and things in different ways to do market like i feel like those all those clown sightings for the longest time were guerrilla marketing for it yeah i think they were trying to drum up real fear for it 
Because that was the thing was it was always just like oh we saw a crazy clown or we yeah, saw I've a thing. Ne- that's a, I've never found clowns scary. Yeah, and but that's what I'm saying is I think they're like they're let's trying drum to like up, get it again. Right, let's drum up some like because other than that, because there's a generation that doesn't know it. Yeah, yeah, exactly, and that yeah. don't understand the that kind of let's let's just kind of gauge where these stories are getting the most clicks or where this is, you know, where is this going to be the biggest thing? And I think I I honestly felt like that was a real thing and i feel like i smell like the same kind of weird commercial thing happening with this because it's made he's like people aren't talking about me right now how can i get people to talk about me i love trump (sighs) especially at a time where every other kardashian is having a kid yeah do you know what i mean like Like, it's not he's not getting enough attention right now like uh like and he's probably feeling inadequate uh, you know what i mean yeah who who uh chloe just had her baby did she? Uh, yeah, and th- and then right before Chloe had her kid, mm-hmm. um, Kylie had how, her. Now, kid. how many comes in a litter for a Kardashian? <laughs> Just one. Thank God they eat the rest. Yeah, of course <laughs> they eat the afterbirth. <laughs> um, fucking animals. So anyway, uh, but yeah, so the Kanye thing, I definitely think it was probably like viral, like him trying to like just play the system. Honestly, in my opinion, probably play Trump. I don't think Trump was in on it. So, oh, so do you think maybe that's the joke? Because that's the thing is we're never going to know the truth about any of this. And it's really none of our business. Right. But we're not going to know the truth of this until. Exactly. But it's going to be. This is going to make it interesting. His life for sure will make an interesting documentary later on. Yeah. Unless there's like a hidden out, a hidden track on this new album that starts out like, Ayo, fuck Trump. Yeah. Hey, fuck Trump. (laughs) Yeah. I got you guys. Like, what if that's what it was? Yeah. The album is, I got you. And that's what I'm saying. Maybe that's a concept. Hey, I tricked all of you. Ha, 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 ha. Manipulated you. Because he even, like, in even in uh, The Life of Pablo, he has one song that is just like, like what people put in the comment sections of a Kanye West music feed. It's like, he's like the whole song. It's a minute and a half of him just being like, I miss the old Kanye. I miss the black Kanye, like all this stuff. And then at the end of the song, he just goes, and I love you. Like Kanye loves Kanye. Right. And that's, that's like just so self-aware to me that it's like, it helps me believe that this is a character. That's like what I'm that song, like, so- like that song being so self-aware of right. like I like ending on being a whole song about how people mock him, mm-hmm. and then at the last line of the song being kind of a mic drop of like the biggest meme around Kanye West was like, "I love me the way Kanye loves," or "I love you the way Kanye loves Kanye." Right. Was like one of those Facebook Valentine's cards that I saw shared millions of times right. for like five years. And then, he, so like, then he was just like, yeah, I'll embrace that shit then. Right. So that's what makes me think it's a character even more. Yeah. Um, it could be. And, and that's what I'm saying. It's okay. So, so most likely you think that this is like, kind of like me, the same thing. It's either a stunt or it's just a, it's just a thing he's trying an experiment. Right. What are the odds? And what would you do if you really legitimately found out that he honestly believes, let's just say everything he says man i'd be if he really does believe if if none of it's none of it is a joke it's all just mental illness yeah how would you feel uh then i would feel that uh well i I feel like for one it would definitely still compelling it would solidify the it would solidify the troubled artist narrative no matter which direction it goes at this point yeah whether it's because that's the thing is there's a percentage there's a chance that it's legit and he really does think that way yeah you know when he's saying shit like a dragon energy Giant and all that energy. shit it reminds yeah. me of the charlie sheen thing yeah so it could be a breakdown or just a faux breakdown yeah do you know what i'm saying yeah 
I still feel pretty, you know, I feel the same way about Kanye. I feel the same way about Trump. Neither right. neither thing changes for me at all. But what, I, I, I think it's interesting to find out people is, again, this is, <clears throat> this is, again, this is people, and and generally, this is a generalization, not obviously the, the facts and 100%, but the majority, let's say, of Kanye fans are people that would maybe lean more liberal or Democrat. Right. That's anti-Trump, let's just yeah. say. So it's just it's just interesting to see him. It could be he's a hired gun by the government <laughs> to just fucking straight up say like, hey, let's have the the left fight with themselves some more. Yeah. This group of people, you know what I mean? Like how it started with the Hillary and Bernie stuff. Like you have these two sides that hate each other in in one side. Do you know what I mean? Yeah. Whereas the Trump thing is like, there's just a bunch of people that don't mention Trump, <laughs> and they're just like, yeah, whatever. Just yeah. Not whatever. Shut up. Yeah. Just yeah. Like they're just kind of like take this, you know, you know what I mean? Yeah. Like it's a punishment for everybody. I don't know, but I feel like there's a possibility that he could really mean it. This could be 100% a joke, and he's all in on it. He could. I don't know. What do you think? I definitely lean more in towards the. It, this is his public persona, and he's like it's strategic. It's <clears throat> meant for virality. It's all that stuff. Like it's intentional. It's thought out. Mm-hmm. It's meticulous. It's planned all that like i think that's way more possible than it is that he's like legitimately crazy because i think he's always kind of been he's always tried to do whatever he could to put himself at the forefront yeah and and kind of at at whatever stakes um so i think that this isn't just another one of those things but what interests me even more is the way people met chance mm-hmm. when he when he tweeted out like Black people can be Republican. Yeah. And people are like, how dare you say that and all this stuff. And it's just like, um, but also too, one of the things that this is like, so headline culture, everyone saw headlines that Chance redacted what he said. Chance took back what he said about that. He didn't. I'm reading his statement and it says, um, hold on, let me... He's so there was yeah because I thought I heard the same thing I heard him so Chance said I'd never support anyone who has made a career out of hatred racism and discrimination. Um, then uh, the president uh thanked Chance for really getting it, quote unquote. Uh Um, and then Chance came back again and was like. No, that's not what I meant. And he said, uh, unfortunately, my attempt to support Kanye is being used to discredit my brothers and sisters in the movement. And I can't sit by and let that happen. I understand why people are disappointed with my words, but I raised, uh, I was raised to believe that actions speak louder than words. Um, so he was essentially saying that like, he, he didn't mean to discredit anybody fighting against Trump or right, anybody right. anti-Trump or anything right. like that. But he was saying he was saying the way people were reacting were like, you can't like you have to. What are you you talking about? You can't possibly do that. But well, and and like one of the things that's really kind of surprising to me is like uh, a lot of the political podcasts I listen to are are definitely more left leaning. Uh, Some are more centrist left. Um, But like a common thread that a lot of them have is that, you know, one of the big issues that helps like discredit the left is this feeling that if you're a minority, you have to be a Democrat. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Or if you're a woman, how or can you, have you be to Republican? Support these things and it's like, like that drives stuff. people further away from the party. Right. But it also like culturally, it makes sense. Like uh, 
a lot of Latin American uh, heritage uh, is highly religious. Like a lot of people who are possibly even illegal immigrants have a lot of conservative views when it comes to marriage or sexuality or right. yeah. childbirth. You know, a lot of them are pro-life. And the same goes for African-American communities yeah. too. Usually pretty religious, um, in some cases homophobic and like typically leans more towards conservative beliefs. So it makes sense that, you know, a decent Just watch amount- the Carmichael show. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. You know what I mean? Um, Carmichael but, show was really good. Yeah, I, I've heard. I haven't seen it, but I've heard it's very good. Um, but it's just like, ch- like, but again, like Chance's words get misconstrued. Of he takes back what he said, and he's no, he's apologizing for people being hurt by it, but he's also saying that like what somebody does means more than what they say. Right. Yeah. Yeah. And, and that's the thing is, is either way, like that. That was my my biggest thing was either you mean this, and also like I don't really care, but I can't. I never like I wasn't as disenfranchised as a lot of people. Right is you is no matter what like you're gonna get let down, somebody that you really like or respect as an artist or a person. Oh yeah, is gonna let you down, and you're not Guaranteed. gonna like it. So and honestly, even even the way like even the way he said it like that's the thing is that that's the thing that really kind of got to me was as far as controversies, this was like the most tame I could think of. It's like, yeah. I don't support everything he does, but I still love his attitude. We have yeah. the same energy. We have that same. Yeah, he he's, he's like, just talking about his confidence, and that's what I'm saying. Is he's like the kind of hasn't base hid, Spartan. That's what it reminds me of. Right. He well, yeah. He's he's kind of had this. He's had the same persona as Trump the whole time. Trump's been. He met with Trump as soon as he won the fucking election. Yeah. He they hung out. Like yeah. you know what I mean? It's not like he hasn't hit it, but it's like the same way I felt. Like I I joke about this all the time, but the Duck Dynasty guys was it was just whatever mindless entertainment for me for the longest time until they start saying that weird like the weird then i had to then i knew their opinions on like reli- like religion yeah. like you they pray at the end of everything or same sex marriage same sex marriage or... that's what i meant was like gay people and same sex same sex marriage and even the thing he said was like wasn't it like uh you know i don't uh something about i fucking can't remember what it was it was something like it was essentially uh, along the same lines of like you know, as long as they don't try to fuck me or keep it in the bedroom or blah, like some, you know, stupid shit like that. But it's also like now that I know that your opinion, your opinion, I have a harder time, I guess, because the show right. is, is essentially you're saying this is ha- who we are. This is the people. So I'm supposed to watch your day to day. Right. And I can like my thing is like I can have there's a difference. between. But you can, it's having, one of those things that you suspect the whole yeah. time is what I'm saying. Right. Is like, but there's also two a difference between like having awareness of it moving forward you know, and, yeah and like that's like, how you take I, in their again art after like that. Co- cosby shows another thing like would it be hard for me to sit down and watch an episode of the cosby show today I maybe so. i don't know i don't think so but uh i will say louis louis is tough i don't get nope. e- even after his even though his thing wasn't that bad yeah it's still it's still a little like i still can watch it but it's still a little bit like uh it feels a little wrong yeah, I, um, I I don't. It's not like that. I don't care about yeah. the thing. You know what I'm saying? It's not like I'm like, yeah, I don't fucking care. I just don't think of it like that. I don't. Right. I might think like as I'm watching it, I might think like, oh yeah, he gets in trouble later on for jerking off. But like, yeah. it's also like his thing, Cosby Show thing. I haven't really attempted to watch. Yeah. Anything since then, but it's hard even to kind of watch like Eddie Murphy's old comedy special. Right. You know I mean, like, right. and not because it's like not sensitive. It's just because it's like him just like going like, oh, faggot, faggot, uh, faggot. <laughs> Tim Allen's another good one. <laughs> Tim Allen's a good example of that. Like knowing, uh, 
like knowing his beliefs and stuff like that made him harder to enjoy. I don't mind him as much. It's him and um, he's he's one of the guys that kind of seems like he's more of the bootstraps bullshit kind of like like he's that a Budweiser commercial. Yeah, you know what I mean. Like, yeah. and and I don't necessarily I don't I can't. The thing is, I don't have a good enough argument against that. Yeah, is to say like what he's saying is fucking whatever your situation is try to get out of it work yourself and i know yeah. that you don't necessarily respect that but that's a that is a method people can use oh for sure and but and again like what i'm saying is like and i'm certainly not comparing like somebody having i'm con- not trying to like i'm well, not like a staunch fucking right. tim allen supporter i'm just saying but that I, I also i, I respect I, his opinion i also feel like now i have to go back and say i'm not comparing i know i know i'm not comparing somebody's political beliefs to somebody being a criminal right. like bill cosby right yeah yeah, yeah. i know like what that. you're talking about but i'm saying like uh now you know this thing about no, them that you disagree with. Yeah, right. knowing something about someone can definitely influence your relationship with them. Right. So, like, I do think people will have a harder time listening to will Kanye. You, will you still listen to Kanye music? Yeah, definitely. Will you still watch the uh, Kardashians? Uh, Kardashians. Probably. Yeah. You watched that show, right? Yeah, I enjoy it. Okay. So, so it, nothing, nothing has changed for most people, right? Yeah. Well, I don't know. I. Chime in out we, there we in live Buddha in baby out, land. Yeah, we live in outrage culture, so I'm sure some people are. are They've already forgot about show. it. I think it's already gone. It's what's what's next? I don't know. What's the next thing? Now it's Michelle Wolf. It's on oh, that bitch. Yeah. <laughs> Making fun of uh, Huckabee Jones or whatever I, her name is. I thought she was hilarious. Yeah, she did. She did. She pulled a Colbert, I think, like a, a little edgier. Like you're you're going a little hard on I one think person. I, I was gonna say Colbert. And she was also or, making fun of her looks, yeah. which is I thought not okay on that side, but. Uh, uh, I was gonna say it even reminded me sort of of Joel McHale's. Yeah, what like I didn't when Joel McHale did uh, Obama's and like he made some very very like uh, jokes about like him bombing Syria and like deporting people and stuff like that. Good. Yeah. Yeah. But that's what I'm saying. Like definitely like jokes that were like no like because. But Trump the, wasn't there, right? This was well, Trump just refuses a, to go to right, the right. correspondence because it's he, a roast. He, he doesn't want to get made it's fun good, of. But he's that's so, what I'm saying. It's so like fragile. It's a this is it was a roast of this lady. I don't I didn't see any of the other stuff of hers i but michelle wolf like the fact that there's even i liked her before the the thing she's i think she's very funny yeah um uh i think i think it's kind of like that position is kind of for that person who's like just about to like really like i thought she was kind of like popping already but i don't know i mean hassan minaj did it last oh, year man he's terrible he's right he's very unfunny right but he was very popular was he yeah oh and he did it last year yeah he's terrible I don't think he's very funny at all. But Michelle Wolf. And same when Joel McHale did his like at the peak of community. Did he really? At yeah. The, I, I, I don't like I, I think he's I very think funny. So. I think I that's know. when he did his. Either way, they have this like there's this weird thing where like I don't know. I think the uh, controversy with this one is they want her to apologize. Is that right? Or, or yeah, to, well, uh, unapologize? because they're, they're snowflakes. <sighs> yeah. OK. Yeah. <laughs> um, but they, it's weird to say they want, do they want a public apology to her just for that? Are they saying that was too much or just all around? Joel McHale did it in 2014. Okay. Um, yeah. From what I've uh, seen, they want her to apologize all around for hurting people and offending people and, and all this stuff. And it's just like, I, I don't no, think she that's cursed, what she signed right? up for. No, she did. Like I said, she went pretty hard on her looks, which I thought was not okay. I thought we weren't supposed to make fun of people's appearance. 
I mean, it's a roast. I didn't see what it's, she, it wasn't a roast. It was a, I don't, it was a correspondence. The correspondence center is always a roast. It's supposed to be. Like, it's hey, always been a roast. Hey, what are you doing here? Hey, you know Gary's late on Mondays. Everybody knows Gary's late on Mondays. No, I mean, I I but think. Like, but she went hard, and I, I respect it. I go for it. Like that's but it was very funny as well. It, I, I'll have to watch. I didn't watch the whole thing. I watched like the first like eight minutes or something like I that. I just this watched morning. just her. I didn't on see any Huckabee. of what she said about. Yeah, hey, let me, let me pull it up. Hold on, Famp. Oh, okay. Um, but like I, I don't know. I feel like she, you know, it was like a proper roast. Like she made fun of herself. She made fun of other people in the room. It was kind of no holds barred. She made fun of Congress as a whole, and she made fun of senators. And, okay, yeah. So th- and I she think made this fun of Roy the... Moore and all that stuff. And like, let me see. Yeah, the, a lot of comics are supporting this. Hold on. Yeah. Uh, I don't want it to be a fucking. It's like all of these are. I want to make sure this not <laughs> like the other fucking, people. Oh, this is what happened. Fucking knew it. Was that it? It might have just been intro music. There we go. Oh, you're playing music in the background. <laughs> no. <laughs> Is this it? Please don't be this. Please don't be no free ads. Ooh. Mm. <laughs> uh, mm. <laughs> it keeps like popping up. Free ad. Oh. God damn it. They almost had a free ad there. So close. They got a few words in. <sighs> Hold on. Um, But yeah, I, well, I've seen like, I've seen the Sarah Huckabee Sanders stuff, but I've also seen a ton of other people being like, uh, she owes lots of people apologies and like Mike Pence and Chris Christie. She made fun of Chris Christie. Apparently <laughs> that's hilarious. Uh, was and, he there? And, well, what, what was the funniest part was, uh, apparently when she made fun of him, the camera cut to him eating. Ha! <laughs> that's hilarious. Yeah. <laughs> yep. All right. So nothing in the world works ever. I just want <laughs> you to know that. Okay. A thing that I wanted to do will never be able to happen. Because the internet is the worst piece of garbage <laughs> in the entire universe. Yeah. Anybody that says different can eat a dick. <laughs> please, no free ads. <laughs> oh, God, please. Come on. No free ads. Slammed for vile Sarah Huckabee Ooh. Sanders uh, jokes at White House Correspondents' Dinner. Vile. This is just a commercial for something. Very just let important. the commercial play. I'm then- trying to. <laughs> It's really dumb. Oh, it's Old Spice. It's fun. There we go. Here we go. Graced with Sarah's presence tonight. I have to say, I'm a little starstruck. Yeah, this is uh, Michelle Wolf at the Handmaid's Tale. Mike Pence, if you haven't seen it, you would love it. Look at that guy. Every it is very uncomfortable on the dais, podium, though. I get excited because I'm not really sure what we're going to get. Yeah. You know, a press briefing, a bunch of lies, or divided into softball teams. <laughs> That's a very good it's joke. Shirts and skins, and this time don't be such a little bitch, Jim Acosta. <laughs> <laughs> That's hilarious. It's very funny. That's what I'm saying. It's She fucking killed it. Yeah. She, you know what happened? Everybody else in the room went up to her and were like, you were fucking hilarious. Like she burns facts, and then she uses that ash to create a perfect smoky eye. <laughs> like, maybe she's born She's not having it, by the maybe way. Maybe it's lies. It's probably lies. I haven't heard her make fun of her looks once, except for her her makeup. And she said really she looked sure like a, she's going to get Sarah split up in softball team. She's saying she looks you know, like a gym teacher. Yeah. Is it Sarah Huckabee Sanders? Is it Cousin Huckabee? Is it Auntie Huckabee Sanders? 
Like, what's Uncle Tom but for white women who disappoint other white women? That's really good. That's a good joke. That is a really... <laughs> I love that she cut off the booing yeah, too. Yeah, yeah. People are booing her. She's like, no. Yeah, yeah. yeah. And hold on, hold on, hold on. I can, I can get worse. Um, I think it, I thought it was very funny. I don't, I don't see. I don't think that they're like those she, jokes. Are, okay, she, it, she, she cursed. She said bitch, which is which is fine though. Mm, but yeah, she, we're all adults. But she didn't make fun of her lazy eye. No, but she she, she made, didn't she make fun made, of her for being she, overweight she made or fun ugly. Of her for, no, no, uh, I'm what I'm saying is like she literally and she she said you look like a gym teacher and then implied that she was a lesbian because split you up in softball teams and then shirts. I didn't versus say lesbian. Skins. I just said gym no, no, teacher. no, no, no. I'm saying the shirts versus skins thing. I would assume. Yeah, yeah. Why? Like, I thought it was funny. Though. Either way, yeah, I wasn't I wasn't offended too, by it. I thought I th- thought it was very ballsy for her to do it there, but also. It's not as this is what I'll say is is it's not as ballsy as as it could have been I think because she knows that she's absolutely going to get supported. But then didn't she also too like at the end of it she was like said something along the lines of know who you're booking like yeah I'm sure yeah yeah I, absolutely I would and that's what I'm saying is that's how I would have done it I yeah. would have done it just like. I would have done it how I wanted it because that's the thing right. is no matter what it was no holds barred for sure. Yeah, is you're gonna get some. You're gonna get everybody in the world. Like there's a lot more people in the world now that know who she is. Right, and she and absolutely deserves. I feel right. like as far as from what I've seen of hers, I, I, it's not like she has me like rolling on the like she's hilarious. She's very yeah. funny, but like it's not like uh, like top ten whatever. But as far as like somebody going up and I think that really kind of like you're talking about again substance in in mainstream culture like she's yeah. that that took as much balls as far as to just do it do you well, know what i'm saying i don't know a lot of performers that would do that even knowing you, that they would get support especially when it. you listen like how much dead air there was yeah like like in the first 10 minutes that i watched yeah, yeah. how often she'd hit a punchline to just silence yeah and then didn't miss a beat right kept right on going so maybe like, that was the only maybe that one minute and one and a half minutes or two minutes of what i played or whatever was the best maybe that's the best i got i don't know i haven't seen no, anything there, else but that to me those parts right there were very funny there was stuff i saw that like uh and i know one, she's one funny of, one of the jokes i saw that got a laugh was that um they wouldn't be able to shut her up tonight unless uh michael cohen could wire her a hundred and thirty thousand dollars <laughs> to an account under her porn name and then gave the name of one of the politicians yeah 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 that works with trump mm-hmm. and then the camera cut to him and he like gave a thumbs up rance priebus that's she was like that's a cool name. Yeah, yeah. she was like it sounds un- like a Star Wars character. Yeah, and she was like, it's under my porn name. The account is under my porn name, Rance Priebus. And then they cut to Rance Priebus and he's like giving a thumbs up <sighs> laughing. Yeah. But like it was like she did decently, but also she was like not that's not her audience. Right. That yeah. would be like if I went and did stand up for like children. <laughs> yeah, yeah. You know what <laughs> you I mean? Know what yeah, I mean? exactly. Like, it's it's one of those things of like no it, like she said, know who you're booking. Yeah. <laughs> you had to know this wasn't gonna go well. Right. All right. Well, um, so yeah, that's, I think we covered that. That was yeah, great. Yeah, I think so. We f- we solved the Kanye thing, uh, the dilemma. Yeah, just kind of learn, just learn how to just distinguish. A lot of people have opinions differing from your own. Yeah, and that also too doesn't mean you have to like them. Yeah, and you yeah you absolutely you can can't. Stop. But it doesn't mean you have to let everybody know that you don't like him anymore. Yeah, right. Please keep your opinions to yourself. <laughs> everybody, unless someone asks you. No, even then, go no. <laughs> I uh, refuse to answer your question. I uh, plead the fifth, and I won't do it. So, <laughs> I think it was uh, it was this weekend, um, and Phil- I was uh, in Philly with uh, 
Jonathan Miles and Zach. Mm-hmm. And they were there was some lady in the audience that said like he said something of there was one lady in the audience, um, that he asked uh, if they if she had anal sex or something like that, and she was like, you know everybody kind of laughed oh ha, ha, that's funny because you asked somebody right that was the initial and then there's yeah. the and then he goes like oh no seriously have you and she goes I plead the fifth and he's like yeah that's a yes <laughs> like yeah. like and I I it made me laugh that was so funny because. It's like one of those things of like, uh, it reminded me kind of of your thing. And this was the second thing that made me think of you this weekend. That made me think of your, uh, um, your ridiculous theory of, <laughs> of, uh, in inaction is the same as being negative. Yeah. And then also I had this, uh, very strange thing. I was going to start my set out this weekend with a thing that happened to me on the way to the car or on the way to the show that night in the car with my wife, mm-hmm. my wife, we were on the way and we were listening to my, my music, my playlist, Hey, getting in the mood, getting in the right mindset. And I said, uh, and I started singing the yeah, yeah, yes as Elvis Presley. <laughs> and I was like, and she no sold it and I fucking nailed it. Yeah. Right. But I was like, is that heck? To do it to start because that's what I was like. I I was like, is would Chris does this reach Chris's because it's music, right? It's an impression also. It's yeah. like an impression, and it's like, but it literally happened to me where this is what happened to me. And my this is the thing is my wife knows like she didn't. I mean, it was this was spot on. Maps sung as Elvis Presley. Yeah, it's gimmicky, but I don't think it's hack. You don't think like so? I don't think Billy Kelly his like impressions are hack yeah you know like when he does like tom waits singing a cover of john lennon's that's what i was saying was was is the is the the indie music portion of it is it does it help any other portion of it in your mind and your what's your take because i ended up not doing it so i don't know if it works i don't know if it's so you were just going to do the impression on stage i was just going to sing but then i was like also Probably not the de- it was a it was a show for veterans yeah or at least where yeah not a yeah yeah yeah's demo yeah yeah not necessarily <laughs> they're not gonna know at all what the fuck I'm talking about except yeah. for the Elvis part yeah don't know Elvis I'm that's go, what I'm saying pretty good Elvis impression but I don't want to I don't want to be that guy that's like hey I'm gonna do a Elvis impression to start like I don't know I I think it would depend on environment whether it's hack or not if you're doing an Elvis impression for singing the yeah yeah yes. I don't know. I we're, guess we're I, bookending this with I, music. I guess that's like obscure enough to win over the hack part of it. But you still like, I don't know. It might still be hack because you might just get a laugh because not because thinking, they get it. You might get a laugh just because it's Elvis. Then, then I was thinking, do I want to have the first ever music cue in my, in my act and just go like hit it. Then is it hack to start singing along with the song as Elvis Presley? I'm thinking big. No, I don't think that's hack. You don't think that because that there's so much more going into that. There's a lot. You know what I mean? But I think getting up there and doing an Elvis impression. So I think let's let's layer it in all of its pieces. Okay. If you're just doing an Elvis impression, like if you're doing like uh this is Elvis Presley ordering breakfast no. at a Waffle House. Hey mama, two <laughs> eggs. Yeah. Over easy. <laughs> great Elvis. Right. <laughs> that's hack. Yeah. Well, if, I wonder what it would be like if, if Elvis ordered breakfast yeah. in Minnesota. But now, if you're if you're doing uh, if you're doing Elvis uh, as the lead singer of the Yeah Yeah Yeahs, right. that's 
that's not hack. Uh, yeah, I guess. And then if you are doing if you're doing a music cue, that's a one man show. <laughs> so then I'll, I'll so if I just do one joke that has music in it anywhere, the whole performance is a one man show. Yep. You're full of shit. <laughs> no, that's my belief. You're full of garbage. Nope. I All believe right. it. I hate your guts. Nick Thune is uh Nick that special of Nick Thune's that's on Netflix is a one man show because in the last 15 minutes he brings out a guitar and that's it and acoustic. the last 15 minutes and, and doesn't even sing a song just strums behind jokes mm-hmm. one man show I think you're full of bullshit Bo Burnham one man show sounds like you're calling him out now um, you got anything to promote anything to say just the Buddha Boys podcast that's what we're on I'm unbookable right now Pat I don't know what I did oh god what happened you ruined that Binghamton show. That's what it was. That's probably what it you was. You got too drunk. Binghamton. Yep. Binghamton. Was, un- Ninja was, un- was unplugging the speaker. Yeah, I remember. Yeah, you were unplugging the speaker. Yeah. Um, What's the thing is like Ron's been trying. Ron has actually been the only person who's reached out to me about being on shows. Mm-hmm. But every show he offers me, it's like. Hey, can you go it, to Minnesota tonight? Like, yeah, no. yeah. Literally like last week he was like, uh, it was like five o'clock in, or six o'clock in the evening. And he's like, can you do a show in Delaware tomorrow? And I was like, what time do I have to be there? And he was like, seven. And I was like, let me ask my boss in the morning if I can leave work early and I'll let you know. Yeah. And he's like, okay. And then at like 7 a.m. I was like, hey, man, sorry, I can't leave work early. Right. And he's like, damn. <laughs> yeah. It's like, I'd love to help, but also just a little bit more notice. Yeah. Um. Uh. Owings, Maryland. I'm going to be in Owings, Maryland, probably. These are some, I think some of these are maybes, maybes, nots. Oh, yeah, no, that one's in there. Owings, Maryland. I'm going to be there. I don't know where yet. Yeah. Uh, on the 11th, May 11th. We should work on doing another Buddha Babies Live. Fuck yeah. Game. I want to do it at the game store like we Oh, yeah, mentioned. I forgot. Yeah, we need We've to do gotta that. We've got to iron those details out because I'm itching for a live show. I think May might be pretty busy for me, but maybe in June? June? Yeah. Let's try for June. Let's okay. see if we can get something in June. June in there. Yeah, okay. Um, but yeah, uh, and then I don't know, just follow me on Facebook and uh, At Instagram. PG Comedian. PG Comedian on Instagram, please. Gorky um, Romano, Facebook, Twitter, yeah, Instagram. Oh, yeah. Chris William on Facebook. Love it. Actually. And the shirts are still coming in, hopefully soon. Yeah. We love you. <laughs> Listen. Huh? I'm going to go pick them up the first, second weekend in May. You were just in Philly. Why didn't you go when? there? Just, just today. No, I wasn't. I was in Pittsburgh. Oh, that's right that's around anti, the corner. It's right that's around the corner. Philly. Just turn. It's the same place. It's um, essentially the same place. Um. So yeah, you'll be there. They'll be there. Then nobody's even asking for them anymore. <laughs> and honestly, I don't know if we're charging for them. Hey, what's happening? You know what I mean. <laughs> um. But uh, other than that, I think uh, what well, all we need you guys to do out there is uh, be blessed. Bye bye.